These headphones hold up really well to our top pick in the Sony Mark V, and they're a lot cheaper than the AirPods Max. But are they worth the 350? Let's dive in and find out. In terms of design, the Studio Pro stick to that classic look we last saw on the Studio 3 while making some really nice refinements. They got rid of the Beats logo up top, the metallic hinges are now color matched, so everything's just a bit more stylish and subtle. In terms of comfort, the Studio Pro feel really good to wear for long stretches of time. They have new ultra plush ear cups that are made of leather and memory foam, and they feel very cushy while still being lightweight enough for when you're walking around or working for long stretches of time. I will say that they can feel a bit snug after prolonged use, especially when you're out in the heat, but for the most part, these have very good all-day comfort. My absolute favorite thing about these headphones is the way they fold up to about half their size and can be placed right in the carrying case they come with and just makes these uh, a lot more travel friendly, uh, which is you know a sticking point I have with a lot of other bigger headphones. Now, this feature has been available on Beats headphones for a long time, but still feels really novel here and really does give them a leg up on the competition. In terms of connectivity, the Studio Pro have both a USB-C port and a traditional headphone jack, which makes them double as wired headphones for when you run out of battery, or maybe you just want to use them on an airplane or with your game console. These headphones actually support audio and charging via USB-C at the same time, so you could have these wired to your phone or your laptop, charge up your headphones, and enjoy wired, lossless audio. Now, you will be giving up active noise cancellation and transparency when you're wired via USB-C, but you will gain access to three EQ modes that are optimized for music, entertainment, and phone calls. So a premium pair of wireless headphones is useless without great active noise cancellation. And what better place to put this all to the test than the middle of New York City? Let's see how these things hold up in this very noisy environment. So we're starting things off in transparency mode and I can hear everything around me really well. The chatter of nearby pedestrians, the cars that are driving by, and just as importantly, things don't get too harsh when it's windy, which does happen a lot with these modes. Now let's switch over to A and C to hear the difference. And it's pretty significant. I can still hear some high frequency noises, such as pedestrians and cars, but it is relatively silent, which is saying a lot considering we're in the middle of Manhattan. Now, I would not put this ANC quality quite on the level of an AirPods Max or the latest Sony headphones, but it's still some of the best I've tested and very good for a noisy environment like this. Now, as great as these modes work, switching between them isn't always super intuitive. You have to double tap the power button to go between transparency and ANC, and because it's so small, it can be kind of awkward and hard to find when you're not actively looking at the headphones. It would be nice if there was a more convenient and easy to reach button for doing it when you're out in the wild. When it comes to audio quality, I would say that the Studio Pro are very good, if not the absolute best I've tested. These held up really well against my usual playlists of loud punk music, sad, somber indie rock. There was tons of clarity and detail. And of course, because these are Beats headphones, there's a lot of bass. So your mileage may vary there, but I found it more of a compliment to my audio than something that was overpowering. Now, you won't get a customizable EQ like you will on Sony's headphones, but they do sound very good out of the box. One really significant thing about the Studio Pro is that they're the first over-ear Beats headphones to support Apple's head track spatial audio technology, which gives you this really immersive 360 degree soundstage. It's almost like you're at a concert where as you move your head, things kind of react with you. So right now I'm listening to the new Boy Genius album, 
which is a record filled with three singers constantly singing in harmony. You know, if I move to the left side, I might hear more Phoebe Bridgers. If I move my head to the right, I might hear more Lucy Dacus. Uh, it's just very impressive, very immersive, and kind of makes you feel like you're seeing the band live. The Studio Pro are rated for up to 40 hours of battery life without noise cancellation and up to 24 with noise cancellation on. And based on my own personal testing, I would say that those claims hold up. And when you do need to charge up, these headphones support fast fuel charging, which gets you up to four hours of battery life from a quick 10 minute charge. Compared to the competition, these don't last quite as long as the Sony Mark 5s, which can go up to 30 hours with active noise cancellation on, but they do beat out the AirPods Max's 20 hours. So a very nice middle ground and plenty of battery life for standard day-to-day -day use. One of the best things about Beats headphones in recent years is that Unlike the AirPods, they work equally well on iOS and Android. When you switch over to an Android phone, it's actually a pretty similar experience. These headphones support Google Fast Pair, which again works much like an Apple product on an iPhone. You turn them on, you'll be prompted to pair. There's a dedicated Beats Android app that gives you a lot of the features you'll find in the iOS settings menu. And there's Google Find My device support, which works a lot like Apple Find My. So you're not really sacrificing a whole lot if you are an Android user and you decide to pick these up. My major gripe with these headphones, the lack of automatic head detection. So when I'm listening to music, and I take them off, they don't automatically pause, like the AirPods Max do, and like the Sony Mark Vs do. Not a complete deal breaker, but very frustrating compared to what the competition offers. In terms of who they're for, I would say that the Studio Pro are best suited for someone who is interested in the AirPods Max, but doesn't want to pay upwards of $550 for them. Now, I would still consider the Sony Mark Vs to be the best overall headphones out there, their long-term comfort is better, they have a really useful adaptive sound mode for switching between noise cancellation and transparency mode, uh, but those are also $50 more expensive than the Studio Pro. That leaves the Studio Pro in a really nice spot. These are a pair of headphones that give you a whole lot for your $350, whether you just want something that sounds really good and will block out noise, or you're really married to that Beats design and want something that looks cool. Thank mm -hmm. you.